0: Aw, shit. I'm lagging balls.
1: That's right. Lagging balls. Your community focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist.
0: other when we did that.
1: <laughs> theater of the mind.
0: Speaking of theater of the mind, last week we were invited to be on an episode of the Caution Wet Floors podcast, and we'd really love our four listeners to check them out.
1: Yeah. They're not blues related, but they talk shit, movies, games, TV shows, and whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, the episode we were on features semenology, mm. uh, egg-laying dildos, ah. and much more. <laughs> You'll find out why we decided to be a niche podcast with strict guidelines to follow as far as what we say.
1: Otherwise, we go places. Strange places.
0: Yeah, it's it's fun.
1: Yeah, so we'll have links to that episode and the Caution Wet Floors podcast in the show notes.
0: Absolutely. I believe their uh, newest episode came out yesterday, the day before? Yeah. We were on episode 37.5, mm. and episode 38 is out now. So, check that out. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> it was a
1: good time, though.
0: It was a good time. We like this, guys. Um, so, yeah. Yesterday or the day before, or whatever, before that, I don't remember. Um, a Redditor called Wow Jolly Jane posed a question to the Wow Forum. Okay. And it said, Why do people complain so much about Warcraft yet obviously still play the game? That's a
1: good question.
0: And she continues by saying, So, what is it about the section of the community that is always saying the game is rubbish, not what it used to be, or does not have a f- future? But is ob- it is obvious that they are still playing and in the community? So this is a question that we often ask, and certainly one that we've pondered here on the show before. There have been a few answers on the post so far, and there's been a lot of thoughts on the subject from different angles. So I grabbed a few, just sort of highlighting where everybody was coming from. Yeah, good call. Thank you. Do you want to read the first one? Sure.
1: Immortal Corruptor says, "People just like to complain. You could send them a hundred dollar bill in the mail, and they would complain about the way it was folded."
0: That's true. That's so <laughs> well true. Put. If you know anybody, you know that they like to complain. People love to complain about being sick. Yeah. They love to complain about when things don't work. They like to
1: I'm guilty of that.
0: And so am I. Yeah, we all are. I do that. Really? Well, I mean, think about it. It feels good to complain, Yeah. you know? It makes you feel better. It's like if you've uh. been walking too long and you're like, "Oh, my legs hurt." <laughs>
1: Yeah, see, Why? You, you catch the brunt of all my complaining, too.
0: I do, and it's really, really just so great. Annoying. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll fill that
1: blanket for you.
0: Thanks. <laughs> fill your blanket. Heyo! Oh, um, but yeah, um, so, that, that is so true. Like, people just love to complain, and they will complain about everything. They They find the time and the energy to complain about a perfectly good game. Yeah. All of the time.
1: I mean, look, there's stuff wrong with the game. Like, it's not a perfect game by any means, but, like, people just go out... I mean, just like you were saying, people go out of their way to spend lots of time fucking complaining their asses yeah. off.
0: And especially on the internet, it's so easy. Yeah.
1: And it's kind of funny, like, it's it doesn't really work that well with this game because you pay to be here. This is yeah. not, like, some game that you bought once and now you're pissed because you spent 60 bucks on it. Yeah. And, like... It's not what it, they said it would be, or something like that. Yeah. This is an ongoing thing where if it's a big enough deal to you, why don't you shut the fuck up and unsubscribe?
0: Yeah. It's just like uh, the people in college with you is that complaining. Harsh? No, 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 not at all. I think I think that makes sense, but it's like the people in college who are paying to be there and aren't coming to class because they think it's stupid and are disrespecting the teachers and not doing the work because they think it's dumb. It's like well you're the one paying for this. Right, yeah. Nobody's forcing you to be this here. This is
1: high school anymore.
0: You can leave. Yeah. You know? Like, fuck.
1: Or you can just continue to fuck off and go into a whole bunch of debt
0: That's for fine no too. Reason. That's fine, too. <laughs> Not so, have a job to show for. it. <laughs> if you want to pay WoW money every month to complain, then I guess you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Or whatever. Playing I mean, the
1: complain game. Yeah,
0: if that feels good to you, go ahead, buddy. There's a huge portion of the internet devoted to you. Of your kind.
1: Maybe that's just maybe that is it though.
0: What do you think? Maybe
1: it's like a matter of I don't know it's a it's those people are these people who complain on the forums and things like that and we're and just to be clear guys we're talking about people who are not offering constructive criticism.
0: Yeah we're not the talking about who, you
1: guys. The people who offer constructive criticism about how, how to improve the game or even outright rants about things that should have been improved or that were worse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Things that are valid complaints that are... That's
0: how Eden coast got started, by the way. Is it? Yeah. He would just send all of his thoughts and corrections and, and stuff into Blizzard. Like, every time he, he found something that they could fix or whatever. And he was, like, giving them reports on things. And, really? Like, yeah. He was just a, a, simple, a simple lawyer in Washington defending people. For lots and lots Harvard, of money from Harvard law.
1: Just a simple.
0: Yeah, just a simple.
1: What about me and my blue collar?
0: Exactly, and then he and his guild—they're just doing stuff all the time, and he's GM of elitist journey. Okay, now and, had, you
1: get enough know, subject. So he—he so he was giving a lot of feedback.
0: Yes. C- clearly
1: constructive feedback.
0: Yeah, and then they freaking hired him. So,
1: got that, guys? If you give enough constructive feedback, you too can be an executive at Blizzard. Yeah. Therefore, stop being cocks.
0: You gotta be smart about it.
1: And dicks.
0: And dicks. <laughs> also, those.
1: <laughs> if you're gonna stop being a cock, you might as well stop being a dick, also.
0: But then, what do you have left? Balls. Oh!
1: You know what kind of balls? What kind? Lagging balls! <laughs>
0: He looked at me when he said that like he wanted me to say it too. Yeah, I gave I you a big wind-up I then. let him hang. Yeah, you just, totally
1: just left me out yeah, dry on that one. I did. It's okay. I had fun.
0: That's good. I'm you glad didn't. you had fun. No, I had fun. No, you did I had a lot of fun. No,
1: you had to sit back and wait while I, I got to have all the fun of the laggy balls.
0: That was... You not need to do that again. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, let's, all right, what let's else read we got the next comment post. before we go too far out. So, the dead flag blues says... Stop laughing <laughs> It's kind of an unfair question since WoW is not that kind of game. If you play a game like, say, Bioshock Infinite, it's an 8-10 to ten hour singular purpose game. You don't like it, you move on, very little impact. However, there are a lot of people who have been playing WoW for a long time. They have formed friendships and relationships in it and invested an enormous amount of time within it. There are people who complain because they genuinely love it and desperately want the game that means so much to them to be improved. That being said, some people just complain for the sake of complaining and will complain about any game, community, or source of entertainment because nothing is tailor-made for them.
1: And that kind of goes along with what we were saying as far as... Yeah. Some people will complain anyway. But, again, the the people who will... So, a good point, right? The people who have formed relationships and friendships, invested a lot of yeah. time, those people who complain because they genuinely love it and desperately want it to be better... Nothing wrong with that. No. It's about how you complain. It's about yes. what you say. Yes. And it's about like if you if you were just sitting there just bitching and bitching and bitching and even though it's rooted in this, if you're not adding anything to the conversation, you are part of the problem. Yeah. No matter what your feelings are or what it's based in. I think However, it's that, still better that you when you're coming from a place of love.
0: Yes. And I think the problem with that is like some people don't realize that their criticism is not constructive. Mm-hmm. Some people think that their criticism is, even though it, it comes off to everybody else as like, completely bitchy and irrelevant and stupid and yeah. mean, you know?
1: I mean, after all, we do work with or we do work with, wow well, we do play with a lot of a lot of people in this game just tend to be a little bit socially awkward. I mean, let's yeah. just be realistic a lot of you out there are and we fucking love you for it I am. whenever we, exactly, whenever we run into this we just, we hold you to our bosoms because we love you and like, unfortunately, that's part of the problem when it comes to this sort of thing yeah. because exactly as you're saying, some people don't realize it. So what you want to do, guys, is just type in your little note, stop, reread it, <laughs> and maybe give it to a friend or something before you go and post it. Yeah. Another set of eyes always helps. Yeah. It's not really realistic, but just like step away for a second yeah, and like come back to it. just sleep
0: on your issue. Just yeah. sleep on it. Just cool down. Yeah. Eat some, eat some food. You'll feel better. just... Try shower, to offer
1: a solution, not a problem.
0: Pour orange juice into an ice cube tray, and then put it in the freezer, and then you got, like, delicious orange juice ice, <laughs> and, uh... Why? It, well, no, because it's like a popsicle.
1: Is that even popsicle?
0: Yeah, and you could put, like, saran wrap over it, and then stick, like, um, 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 fucking... What are you toothpicks. talking about? No toothpicks in it. I thought
1: you said toothpaste.
0: To- no, toothpicks. Okay. Picks. Okay. And then, like, when it freezes, you pull the saran wrap off, but the toothpicks are frozen in, in the the orange juice, so you've got, like, a little popsicle.
1: Nice. Right? Wow. I know. How about that? Yeah. What does that have to do with this?
0: I'm just saying, like, you could do that instead of, like, oh, going of on the forums and complaining. Oh, okay. sure. Just make yourself some some delicious homemade popsicles like let that chill overnight you chill overnight (laughs) and then you wake up i like it you've got popsicles and you're not upset anymore you know what
1: i wasn't there with you i wasn't following i'm back on track and i'm with you
0: yeah see i'm all in we're we've got the answers here
1: orange popsicles instead of complaints guys
0: i've got the answer you could do that with any juice really (laughs) okay (laughs) like any juice at all
1: all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'll do with the
0: juicicles. Oh. Hey, don't tell me what to not talk about. This is my podcast, too. I know. It. Son of a bitch. Why don't you go get some juice popsicles? <laughs> Apparently
1: I need some. I
0: think I found some up your butt the other day while I was passing Those by. juice. Those weren't juice?
1: Nope. So anyway. <laughs> That's disgusting. The point I was getting at was just try to offer something constructive. So even if you have a valid complaint, state your complaint. And then maybe try offering some solutions. Yeah. And even if you can't, at least state the complaint without all the attitude. Just give give the issue at hand. Yeah. You'll be more likely to be heard by Blizzard. You'll be more likely to be responded to by Blizzard. You'll actually be contributing something to the community instead of polluting it.
0: Absolutely. Alright, what's With the next...
1: butt-sicles. Butt-sicles. <laughs> okay, Polearm says... I think complaining on a public forum or complaining in general is a bit more fun, I guess? People get annoyed with positive posts or don't feel like they need to sing praises as vitally as when they don't like something. That being said, you can still like something, but not enjoy aspects of it.
0: That's true. That's the thing about WoW. Like, you can enjoy the fuck out of this game, but since it's so diverse and full and just rich in things... Like, just things! Yeah. There's so many things! So many. And I know I've said that before on this podcast, but it's true. I mean, that's what keeps you in this game for 11 years. Like me, it's trapped in my life. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you can love this game, but not everybody's going to like everything. Right. So, you're definitely not going to enjoy aspects of it. Sure. You could learn to enjoy that stuff. Yeah. But... You have to keep in mind that just because you don't like something it doesn't mean that it's bad. Like the alliance for no, just, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something I don't like. Like PvP. Like lately, I've been you know considering giving that a go. And for most of my WoW playing career, I didn't have any interest whatsoever. And I thought it was really annoying being on a PvP right. server and getting ganked all the time. Yeah, but.
1: Our feelings on this have been well documented, but have also been documented to be changing recently, yeah. so.
0: Yeah, but that's that's just one example, but it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to love this game so much and to go on these forums looking for, uh, like, inspiration and um, for answers and for people who are like-minded and just seeing so much dumb shit that people are saying about shit and the stupid things that they're complaining about and just these massive diatribes about a game, you know? And as much as we love it, like, it's, it's, it's a game. Like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> calm the fuck down. Ian has is isn't reading your shit. He's taking one look at your shit and being like, this is stupid. I don't need to listen to this. I know, right. we know what we're doing. All of the WoW devs know what they're doing. I'm just going on this massive tangent.
1: I know, I'm just letting you. Thank you. It's good stuff.
0: I guess. I I feel like I've said all this before. We definitely have covered this on the podcast before, but I thought that this Reddit post sort of of like brought up all different points about, because it's really just like a strange phenomenon in our community, our Blizzard community. Can't, it can't
1: ju- just be our community, though.
0: No, I, I, no, you're probably right. Like, I. It's just
1: the gaming community in general, and it's kind of, and it's also part, partially just the whole internet thing, like you mentioned. Yeah. The, the, I think he said that. The, yeah, I okay. Like the anonymity just breeds.
0: Yeah.
1: A big fucking mouth.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. <laughs> like this guy, he said, "Ken Ken Elwin says you only see the vocal ones. There's still plenty play. There's plenty still playing who don't complain. That's true. Which is a a, a note on, you know, the 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 vocal minority as they're always called anyway I mean they're literally called the vocal minority for a reason yeah because they're just the ones fucking rattling cages and banging pots together
0: absolutely like there's another comment by Kestro21 happy customers don't look for a forum to post about their experiences they enjoy the product it's true so you and I and you listening we're playing this game fucking enjoying the shit out of it having fun and playing with our friends and finding like happiness in playing this game and all the people who aren't in her who are apparently logging in finding shit that makes them pissy and then going online and and well i guess they're online but going onto the forums and complaining about it they're not having fun like we are so of course they're fucking pissy the little bitches they're like playing this game and they're not having fun <laughs> so instead of just not playing anymore they're just running their mouths right 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 So there's another uh, little comment here um, from Lebasto. I think a lot of it is because of how much time we've committed to WoW. It makes people kind of feel that Blizzard owes them something, which they obviously Uh, don't. It's their product and we choose to play it or not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, this kind of goes along with the whole form of friendships and relationships. Like, to a certain extent, I totally understand. Okay, mm-hmm. you and I met in in World of Warcraft in mm-hmm. what two thousand nine. We we have how many friends in there who we know in real life through that game?
0: Quite a few,
1: right? All from let's, how many years it's been? I can't math. Six years,
0: something like Almost that. Almost
1: seven years, going on seven years now. In there's this game? absolutely
0: no way to tell how many years it's been.
1: <laughs> it's not like they're quantifiable or anything. It's like science. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when you when you put that much of yourself into something. And then things don't go your way, you're absolutely, you're absolutely in the right to be upset. Yeah. yeah but again, it's about how you express it because this is a caboose says Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> and as I understand it, Stockholm syndrome is being a prisoner of something and then beginning to love it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I guess what he's saying is that we're all prisoners of WoW, and that we love it because we're we've been conditioned to love it, love you, our captor.
0: You know, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I mean, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Damn it, man. I've been playing this game <laughs> since I was 18 years old. Wow. I'm 28 right now. Wow. I've been playing for so many formative years. Oh, yeah. So many. And I loved all of it. It's been great for me. I wish that everybody could have the same experience as I do and did.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but maybe I am a prisoner of WoW. Well. Maybe I do love it. I don't know. I mean, even before the podcast and getting so immersed in, in the community, like I, it always gave me a second home. A second identity became sort of fused to who I am in sure. your life, you know? That's not
1: being a prisoner, though.
0: No, that's, but I'm just spending saying, spending a lot like, of
1: time in something.
0: I know, but, like, how different. would a video game make you a prisoner? Would it not just sort of take over your life? Like, it would not... Would it not give you a sense of self, a sense of purpose? Like, how would a video game keep you? If it's not just fun. Well, if it's not just fun, then... Well,
1: it's not just fun. We, we know that they're... Okay, In order to form a video game that people are going to spend so many hours of their life in, that people are going to be willing to pay $15 a month on an ongoing, presumably never-ending basis, you do have to make it enough of a grind and give them enough of repetitive things that are interesting enough to keep doing and that are worth rewards enough that are, for lack of a better term, rewarding enough (laughs) uh, to keep them... Like, we, we, we get to feel... Accomplished by these things. And all of that stuff is really fucking effective psychology. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Because we're giving a... We're repeating a bunch of things over and over and we're having a good time with it. And it's not even necessarily some of those things that we're doing that are repetitive or whatever. Like dailies or like... I mean, I guess leveling to a certain extent. But the people. I mean... Yeah. The fact that there's story and lore and community and... um. You know, structure and all these things—it's all—it's all of that that makes the game for people like us, because we're not—we're not there to pop in, you know, just play a few rounds of something and then leave. No. That's Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Right. And Heroes of the Storm only has a sense of community if you choose to find four other players, make a team, and go go after something long term. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm, otherwise, is popping in with any other four players and playing a few matches and then. Substituting people who you think suck <laughs> with people who you think might be better or another random person or wow, whatever it is. That could be
0: WoW too. I guess. Right. It, it can, <laughs> but like
1: but WoW is more immersive. Wow yeah. is Wow is an MMO. It's a massively multiplayer online role playing game. Yeah, and MMO. MMORPG even.
0: And like that makes me think, like World of Warcraft gives you a handful of things that you need fundamentally as a well functioning person. Just think about that. It gives you a social aspect of your life, it gives you a routine, it gives you a sense of purpose, mm. it gives you validation, yeah. acknowledgement, it, acknowledgement, it gives you um, rewards, rewards, it gives you what am I looking for? Power. Power, I guess. Um, uh, fucking words that mean competitiveness you know like there's all these things that could be missing in your life for whatever reason and wow just serves that up to you sure so well
1: once again psychological absolutely brilliance when it comes absolutely. to that sort of thing and so do i feel like a prisoner i don't personally but i know that there are people who have yeah. so the stockholm syndrome thing is a nice fun tongue-in-cheek joke until it gets a little too serious and it's a little too <laughs> ho- close to home for some of us but i'm not sure it quite applies because that is the, the definition of that if i'm understanding correctly if i'm remembering correctly is a captor who then loves their captive, a captive who then loves their yeah, captor that's
0: right.
1: which i don't like i think that's, that's just a joke amidst all this yeah. but because this is if you were going to carry that all the way through it would be a captive who loves their captor, but can and and loves the situation they're being in, and loves this prison cell, but constantly complains about the bars.
0: Right, so that doesn't make sense.
1: Right, it's just not. It doesn't fit quite a bit, but it's still funny. It's, so, it's funny. Nicely done. So JMXD says, "Well, when a game is shit, you usually just stop playing. But most people really want the game to be good because they have good memories and really care about the game, so they complain."
0: That makes total sense.
1: And Bluebone says,
0: "Sometimes our voices are heard,"
1: and that is also true
0: not all of the time like some people seem to think and demand of the devs but
1: yeah you gotta say you know i gotta say the devs um and the especially the community managers Mm. who deal with all this kind of shit and read these forums and all this all the time they must just see this segment of the player base as these screaming babies and baby bonnets (laughs) throwing their fucking rattlers out of the baby carriage (laughs) And screaming for it back again. Nice just
0: analogy. <laughs>
1: over and over. Just over and over. Just throw, ah, throw it out again. Ah, throw it no, out
0: stop, again. Stop. Stop.
1: But but the thing is, they are amazingly patient with this stuff.
0: Could you imagine how exhausting it would be to sift through people complaining about a video game every day?
1: No, it'd be pretty frustrating. So more power to you, devs. And community managers. Yeah. And, and any other title that we don't know about and are mistakenly calling someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I mean, is that it on the comment?
0: I think that's it. Okay. But um, good discussion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the point is, at the end of the day, complaints are going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but the, the question is extremely valid. If you are complaining, so if you're complaining so hard that you can feel that you how many keys you broke on your keyboard while you wrote this <laughs> rant about the game that you supposedly pay to play on a, on a monthly basis. Yeah. Unfucking subscribe already. Yeah. Or, grow a pair and put something constructive into the world.
0: Yep.
1: You hate how pet battles work? Talk about how to fix it.
0: Yep.
1: Stop being a bitch.
0: Stop being a bitch. <laughs> it all comes down to that.
1: It all comes down to stop being a bitch.
0: Um, if you guys have anything to say on this matter, please let us know. I know that we've covered this before. Uh. Kind of beating a dead horse about it, but it's, it's the wild player paradox. Like, it's yeah. just, it's so... Unnecessary,
1: and I, and I wouldn't say it's rampant right now. It's just, it's just happening. I mean, it's always happening. Somebody, yeah, always, right, right, always. It, I don't think now is any more different or special mm-hmm. or rampant than any other time.
0: Just like the doomsday guy who's like, "Oh wow, I lost like ten million players, and then <laughs> it. WoW is gonna die. Like nobody's playing WoW anymore."
1: Or, yeah. or the asshole who brings up in trade chat at least once a month, so you know the motherfucker's still subscribed. This game is so dead.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> dead. This game's dead. Nobody plays WoW anymore. LB newsline news you can use unless you refuse all right so Legion alpha is back
1: that's right if you were in the alpha it was turned back on this week so if you didn't know you can go you can go back in oh yeah it's time that you can I
0: was turned on go back in yeah <laughs> 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 and
1: in addition to all the content that was previously included in the alpha testers can also now explore the the all-new valshara zone val-shara. they can also delve into the new dark heart thicket dungeon Ooh. and uh also the shaman order hall Ooh. is available and the new demon hunter vengeance spec is ready oh, for testing finally
0: that's I was the tank waiting for spec that.
1: which is pretty sweet
0: that's the one i want to try <laughs> i'm so excited
1: oh that's right you're gonna tank
0: oh yeah well, I, don't, on, I don't know why I said like
1: On that, that anyway. Yeah, well, because the... it's... I don't know. Maybe it sounded a little more demon hunter Oh, like yeah. Uh-huh. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm really tired.
1: Raid boss Ursoc is also in uh, in the alpha now. So... It sounds
0: like it's a bear. Is it a bear? It
1: is a bear. <laughs> How'd you know?
0: Ursoc. It's like... A bear name. Good call. Thanks.
1: I think they made some pun about that in the announcement, too. Really?
0: He's,
1: like... Making, like... a. Making a he can barely contain himself, or some crap like that. Ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Um, new Legion Digital Deluxe item. Uh, there's Legion inspired Demon Hunter Helm, Transmog in Diablo Three.
1: Nice. That's yeah. cool. In addition to everything else that was already well, announced yeah. for that, that's the extra item that they've added to it. So. I like that. If you've been waiting on getting the uh, Legion uh, pre-order, I like
0: guess. Do it up. Do
1: it. There's also, and this is kind of cool. What? Um, they, they what? Tell this- me. They started this infographic uh, for Legion Alpha, and basically it's uh, it's one site, and we'll put the link to all of this in the show notes, but um, there's an infographic that's basically going to be updated throughout Legion testing to let you know which zones, dungeons, and specs are now available for testing.
0: Sweet! Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we didn't get into the Alpha, neither of us. No. It didn't happen. <clears throat> but uh, the infographic's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's very cohesive, very colorful, and we will show it to you. Oh, on her website. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting more sleepy. So, uh, wake, <laughs> up, wake up, Pets! Wake me. up, Pets! Ouch! don't me. That hurts me.
1: I can't do this.
0: I know. I'm carrying this bit. So, new images of Pets Mounts creatures from MMO Champion are available.
1: Wait, are you like that? I
0: don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's keeping me awake. Um, There's a fish mount. Now, this fish mount, it looks... This fish. This fish. (laughs) Let me tell you. This fish. This fish. Last night. This fish. (laughs) That bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This This fish. This fish. This fish looks like it doesn't belong. It's just, it's cool as hell. It's a fucking, like, a fish. Like a blue fish. With a saddle like a and, a, like, a bridle. Nah.
1: Like a shark? Like a whale nah, shark? Nah, it it's like a
0: fucking fish, dude. Look, it's got gills.
1: I see that, but it kind of looks oh. like a whale shark.
0: No. It's a fish. Okay. Anyway. It's a fish with a saddle. And it's this just fish. just the artwork. It just, it looks more like Mists Pandaria to me. It does. It like does. it's smooth.
1: I don't care, though. It's fucking no, cool. No, it's
0: fucking cool. I love it. I want it so much. Like, I'm looking at it. I'm fucking, I want, I, I want
1: it. I want to know where we're going to use that.
0: In the water
1: I, I get that, but is there going to be
0: like... <laughs> are you stupid? Like, gee, where are we going to use this? Where are we going to use this fish mount? I don't know. Maybe the Clearly water? Clearly
1: in the water. Maybe but the it, water? Is this vast year part two or what?
0: I don't know. That would be sweet. Um, so we've also got this pretty sweet, rocking, awesome rat mount.
1: Dude, this rat mount is the shit.
0: It's like a rat. It's like a giant rat. This and rat
1: mount it's... is like my spirit animal.
0: Yeah, a rat animal spirit. He's
1: just a gigantic rat. Yeah. He looks dirty and everything, and he's got like he a saddle tail? and shit.
0: Because I haven't seen the tail. I don't know. I don't know. Like I saw.
1: He better have a big long tail. Well,
0: I hope so. Because I hope he scampers I don't like rats. Rats are pretty sweet, but he's got like a saddle and with some skulls on it and like Straps yellow and eyes. Shit. It's awesome. It's like yeah. the fucking Legend of Nim or Secret of Nim or whatever. So it's that shit. Like Secret of Nim shit. Yeah. It's Nimshit. Like n- secret. Secret Nimshit. Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: God. I got the Nimshits.
0: I got the Nimshits. It's a secret. Um, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> nope. Everybody knows. Uh, we've got this awesome bitchin'. Everybody seems to be freaking out about it because why not? It's a fox mount. Okay, that's
1: cool, though. Yeah,
0: it's a red fox with this, like, really ornate uh, saddle. It looks pretty bitchin'. Um, I really want it. I will do anything to get it. Anything. Anything.
1: Wow. All right, well. Don't
0: don't test that. No, no, no.
1: I'm just saying. Please. Uh,
0: and all of you <clears throat> out there. Pretty uh, sure
1: you said that about the moose.
0: Yeah, and I got it, didn't I? And we've got an updated Corgi model. Ah, yes. It's, uh, Isn't there
1: already a Corgi, though?
0: There is, but it's the Molten Corgi, so it's oh, on right. fire. This one's just a normal Corgi. <laughs> He's cute. He is cute. He's adorable. And we've got a Celestial version of the Hippo... The River Beast, if you will, Celestial River Beast, like a Actually sparkle cool. pony. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then we have um, another updated uh, Legion dragon. I have, maybe it's a mount. I'm not sure. Um, it seems like most of the drakes and dragons and Legion are gonna have these like sweet. Oh, uh, it's called a Nightmare Drake. Um, it's pretty like sweet, um, like lower jaw sort of like underbite going going on.
1: It looks pretty badass.
0: It looks pretty badass.
1: There's a, a bit of a theme in all the... Not some of, not all of them, but there's like a nightmare theme in a lot of the creature names that MMO Champion put up, and there's some familiar models, but with new skins and things like that. Yeah. A lot of really cool looking stuff.
0: Totally. I'm very excited. Um, we will have the link to that, um, but basically just check out MMO Champion and follow them on Facebook and Twitter because... They post the shit out of these things all the time, so...
1: Right. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you're if you in for the spoilers and you want to know more about what's going on... Yeah. They've got almost all of it. Between them and Wildhead, you'll get everything.
0: Definitely. And as for Diablo... Check it out. Season 5 is live. Ooh. Oh my god, updates include seasonal legendaries have been removed. Instead, Heydrig's Gift, a special bundle of set items you'll receive on completion of certain stages of the season journey... Nice. So be careful, though. Each step of the season journey will only reward one Hedricks gift for a total of three bags per season slash one full set of gear. Yes. Regardless of how many characters you might play in a given season, make sure to claim these gifts on the character you want to receive their set.
1: Yeah. So you want to go look these up ahead of time. If you haven't already.
0: I'm sure you have. See which
1: set you like and go work on it there.
0: Yeah. Um, The class sets offered in Season 5 are... Barbarian, Might of the Earth, Crusader, Thorns of the Invoker, Demon Hunter, The Shadow's Mantle, Monk, Monkey King's Garb, <laughs> Witch Doctor, Remnant of the Jade Harvester, and Wizard—my personal favorite, Firebird's Finery. Nice, nice, very nice.
1: If only you guys could have seen all of those gestures she was making while she was so reading those off. So many
0: gestures.
1: But they look pretty badass.
0: Coats. Um. I
1: mean, that's that's just one thing that Diablo 3 has always got going for it. It's just.
0: Cool ass shit. They
1: just. Everybody looks like a fucking badass. I
0: know, man. I can't
1: wait for the elements of that translog system to come into WoW because it's so cool.
0: So cool.
1: Uh, But there are also new and updated conquests. Oh. So Masters of the Universe and Masters of Sets Conquests uh, are designed around the new set dungeon feature, uh, which require you to complete eight different set dungeons of your choosing. Uh Uh-huh. There's also the Thrill slash Superhuman Conquests. Uh, and in Season 5, they require completion without using a single I- uh, single set item, oh. which makes it much harder.
0: Shit. That makes me hard, too. <laughs> much harder.
1: <laughs> much harder. They'll also continue rotating through different challenging conquests in Season 5, and you can expect to see the return of a few favorites. Like what? Like Sprinter and Speed Racer, and Avarice and Avarita. Avaricia.
0: Avaricia,
1: and Years of War and Dynasty, which now require greater rift level 55 solo to complete. Oh. Which is nothing to sneeze at.
0: I'm not That's sneezing. Pretty rough. I'm totally pretty dry rough. in my nose.
1: Dry in your nose and hard in your pants. That doesn't, that doesn't sound...
0: Hey, is rough. that really annoying in everybody's ears?
1: I'm sure it is. Sorry. You should probably stop now. Okay. There's also a totally new season exclusive feature called Season Rebirth. And it basically allows you to take any non-seasonal character you have, transform them into a seasonal character, um, so that you can get into the action on day one, which if you're playing at home, you've already missed day one. That was last week. So, fuck. If you're listening to this <laughs> and you weren't aware of anything happening with Diablo 3 and you want to try out the new season, it is time to turn it back on and get back in there. Yeah. Um, but do remember that if you do make a, a season rebirth character, that character is gonna it's gonna lose all its seasonal gear and items. Oh god. Um, but I mean, I mean that stuff will go to non-seasonal characters. Yeah. Uh, so you don't like lose it outright, but it's gonna be reduced to level one. Um, so you can start over and everything like that. And you can only do that three times per season.
0: Okay. Only thrice.
1: Yes. Thrice. Only per season.
0: thrice. Only thrice. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout outs. Shoutouts, yay yeah, yay! Yeah. Last week, we had this big, long discussion about... It was pretty RP, actually. Yeah. Lots of RP stuff, but just some of sort most of... of the RP shit we've said. Definitely very RP shit. Um, just sort of pondering what... Potions might taste like, and what spells might feel like to cast, and stuff. Um, We asked you for some feedback on that, and we got some. We tweeted, uh, um, according to episode 34, which is the last episode, we think mana potions would taste like blue freezies. (laughs) St. Elsewhere said, I've always suspected that, but with the slightest bitter aftertaste. (laughs) Why has it gotta be bitter? All the flavors... (laughs)
1: I think we, we heard all about the forums and why it was so bitter. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right. Um, and then Theory from the Epic Fail podcast um, linked us a photo of... Remember those old, or maybe they're still around, I have no idea. Snapple drinks. There's Earth, Rain, Sun, and Fire.
1: Ah, the elementals.
0: Yeah. Um, he said... <laughs> he, oh, shit. He said, left to right, health, mana, intellect, and haste potions.
1: And that is Earth, Rain, Sun, and Fire.
0: That would be delicious. Yeah. I mean, Snapple was fucking awesome.
1: I mean, so you thought that the blue... By by saying blue freezies, you thought it would be tasty. Yeah. I think I assumed it would be at least like... At at the very least, like water. Where it just, like, was refreshing.
0: It's gotta have a taste.
1: Yeah. I want mine to taste like Dr. Pepper.
0: You want everything to taste like Dr. Pepper. So,
1: I love Dr. Pepper.
0: You love Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, but yeah, so Chris Slaughter at GFE Mudslide. Yeah, Mudslide. Uh, he says, I remember these, they were so good, I agree with this answer.
1: And, um, Mudslide is also from the Victor Sanctum podcast, so if you dig PvP, definitely check them out as well.
0: pvp I dig it so deep. <laughs> um, but thanks guys, uh, that's definitely some stuff to think about. Delicious.
1: Clearly we all think it's delicious.
0: We do. That's good. But St. Elsewhere's just got the whole bitter thing going on. <laughs> just, a just, just a little better. It's a little better. Last week, also, uh, I may have uh, um, highlighted how I feel about War Chief Folded in uh, a friendly round of uh, Fuck, Mary, Kill. <laughs> and Chief Folded says, the end in feedback section of Lagging Balls, just wow. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. (laughs) So that's a thing now. So you
1: got like a date later or what?
0: (laughs) Maybe. I think I might have agreed to marriage actually. I'm not sure.
1: Ooh, that might be a troll thing, yeah.
0: Who knows? Either way.
1: Kara at Zandara with with an X says, I want health potions to taste like strawberry fruit smoothies. Maybe the more health, the more fruits are blended with it.
0: That totally makes sense.
1: I also read that very strangely. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't know why I used those weird inflections. Stop. I want health potions that taste like strawberry fruit smoothies. Maybe the more health, the more fruits are blended with it.
0: That's better. Kind of.
1: Zandara, that sounds delicious. And once again, we're just sticking with the whole delicious theme.
0: Yeah. I find it funny that nobody has said that it might taste like an alcoholic drink. Oh, yeah. I know that people like drinking Especially alcohol. Especially
1: given our, our crowd.
0: Yeah. Y'all drunkards with your drinks, drinking drinks, and stuff. Uh,
1: I love you, drunkards.
0: Uh, we just wanted to shout out Chris Hall at Tremont, Tremont Rhino. He's been power listening to our podcasts, and uh, we'll be joining the guild soon. Nice. Yeah, because he's got a tune on Blueiris. Very cool. Thank you for the feedback, negative and positive, whatever. We don't care. We just really appreciate it. And when people power listen to all of our podcasts and sort of like live tweet them at us that is the coolest thing it in the really world is.
1: it's so cool it's the
0: coolest thing in the world and it's
1: it's so i mean not to, not to detract from the people who have been doing this week by week because yeah there's a lot of that as well also the coolest thing in is the world absolutely the coolest thing the fact that just feedback at all your thoughts on things your responses to things they they fuel us man yeah. like we've just this is. We
0: can't do this by ourselves.
1: We're doing this for you guys, so yeah. like that's the kind of the point. And so.
0: also a little for us.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's yeah, fun. It's fun, to and we like to connect with you guys. Um, we, we like to that's... connect
0: with you on a really deep level. Yes. And we can't do that with a little misapplication. Yes. Or just a little. Yes. Just the tip. A little reach around. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> slap and tickle. It's okay. That's okay. Do you mind? Do you mind?
1: I don't see nothing wrong with a little mm. bump grind.
0: No, not at all. Um, but thank you guys all.
1: Yes, thank you so much that I did not sing that last line.
0: Yeah. Listener feedback time! Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks!
1: Alright, so we've got feedback from our friend Raven at the Epic Fail Podcast, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, makes it two of the three hosts of Epic Fail Podcast giving us feedback this week.
0: Score. You know, those Epic Fail guys, they just, uh, those can't get enough of us.
1: It's true. We have lots of uh, other other show referrals this week. We had Caution Met Floors, top of the show. Uh-huh. Epic Fail podcast twice now. Yeah. Uh, Victor Sanctum a minute ago. Uh-huh. So many great podcasts out there, you guys. Um, if you haven't heard any of any of these guys, um, again, Caution Met Floors is not WoW related, so don't go in there um, fooled, but do go in there with a tissue because you'll be snotting yourself back.
0: Or jerking off furiously into the tissue. One of the two. Or both.
1: Possibly. Now, speaking of, Draven from the podcast <laughs> has, has some feedback for us um, about how it would feel to cast spells.
0: Yeah. Oh, he says, uh, I'd imagine it to be similar to where you ended up. At first, fire spells would feel hot, frost would feel cold, etc. But after you learned control, it would be barely noticeable. Though I try not to think about what a DK spell would be like, you know, what with the spreading diseases and such. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah. That's disgusting.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are undead, right?
0: Yeah, but. I mean,
1: they're probably not feeling much.
0: No, but if you're like spreading disease and stuff. Yeah. That's. Like, Things
1: like blood boil.
0: That's gross.
1: Yeah. Everything they do is gross. That's kind of the theme. That's gross. Um, also, his thoughts on how it would feel to ride certain mounts. I presume if I was riding on a dragon, it would be tamed enough to not want to fling me off. <laughs> the disc mount, it seems to me, that it would be similar to that goofy thing with two wheels and a handle that you lean forward, that you lean forward on to go forward.
0: Yeah, like, what is that A Segway? Yeah, 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 like, like what rich people have. <laughs> no, that's, that's totally, that's totally it. Like,
1: it's, what, like a Segway with no handle?
0: Yeah, like, a hoverboard, like everybody got for Christmas. Sweet. But, it's not, yeah... I don't know. It's so you'd like. Okay, so we're talking about the red flying cloud, like the disc that you get from the Pandarian War Master. Yep. Um, it's just it's literally like a manhole cover right. with a cloud underneath, and you sort of like a uh, female Blood Elves. Um, I know this because I am one. Sort of crouch down on it. Mm-hmm. I've seen others like stand up and fly on it, and they
1: kind of a lot of characters look kind of like they're surfing a little bit.
0: Right, right. So Which you. Is kind of cool have to like just sort of but you there's nothing to hold on to i mean you could you could grab it with your hands and just hold on but Mm -hmm. the characters don't do that there's no like restraints holding you on so you'd have to find your center of gravity i guess yeah and then just like whiz through the sky
1: like like cloud kicker from tailspin
0: yeah wow we're bringing it all the way back like baby goku (laughs) i think was it Goku that rode on the cloud? You guys, I'm so tired. Like, what? Is, what <laughs> even on. is life? It's
1: like Marty McFly riding on a hoverboard. What? Except through the is air. Life?
0: What? <laughs> what is and then
1: uh, the big G at Gravenol says about spell casting in regards to last week's episode on how it feels to be certain classes. I see mages as forcing the elements to their will, so I could, so they could like. Cast a fireball, and I could see them struggling to aim it as they, as the fire merely wants to attack the caster. Right. Like as they fire it forward, they suffer the recoil, like a wash of heat or cold, and that's kind of cool.
0: Absolutely. That makes a
1: lot of sense. That he, that you have to fight to control it.
0: I didn't think of that. Yeah, I like that. I didn't think of that.
1: Especially because they the way the way that you read about the fire spec, it talks about how uncontrollable and
0: destructive. That's fire true. Is that's fine. true. Yeah. Um. He says, hunters, I could see them draw. A tameable pet into their mind where the two wills battle it out like it's a mental struggle that could cause physical pain like a nosebleed in the leg. <laughs> um, he says, Deathman, I could see them drawing things in Frost with. Then I could see them drawing things in frost, drawing all the warmth from the air so their chilled bones can feel some warmth for a while and the unholy having like a vampiric vampiric or vampiric? I think
1: it's vampiric?
0: Vampiric area that slowly drains the life force around it. Like if it stands for too long in one place, plants and small animals start to die. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah, that
1: is creepy. Ugh. I'm glad that both of them brought up the Death Knight thing. Yeah,
0: it's... we didn't talk about that at all, did we? Yeah, no, it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. And then he said rogues uh, being on a constant high of the toxins <laughs> of their poisons. So I I seen them so they seem to be slipping in and out of the shadows with a smile upon their faces.
0: <laughs> yeah, big G, uh, big... you
1: put a lot of like, a lot of thought into that. Oh, wait, there's more. Um Pally's are the lantern core. They form weapons from light after all. And still no internet, so podcasts are limited to work works wi-fi later all and have a great show g out out. hey man you put a lot of thought into that that's very cool yeah really sorry that. you
0: still have no internet
1: yeah that's terrible that fucking sucks but thank you for taking the time while you're at work absolutely to not only listen but also respond uh, we about love your that. On that. yeah very cool um con- uh, continuing draven's um feedback he also submitted his own fuck mary kill based on last week's uh, submission from row uh, on the last episode uh, so, the uh, Sylvanas, Jaina, and Tyrande. Uh, Draven says he would fuck Sylvanas because you gotta know she'd be a freak in the sheets. Most likely. He would marry Tyrande because she knows how to be loyal to her guy, See Malfurion.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yes. Lore-based, I like it. And kill Jaina because...
0: Dreadlore! Dreadlord. Dreadlord!
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, and then Vol'jin, Varian, Velen. Fuck Velen because I'm kind of anti-religion. He's kind of a religious leader. Fair enough interesting <laughs> <laughs> marry volgen but he'd be the catcher <laughs> got that got that <laughs> and kill varian because f that guy
0: yeah, makes sense to me right there with you mm-hmm. oh and as for archimon deathwing and yogg-saron uh fuck yogg-saron because that would be crazy old god of insanity i'd
1: Damn. fuck it old
0: god why not <laughs> um marry archimon because i can make him a better person uh, and kill Deathwing because he's got some serious issues with the nails but that's that's very true um and finally uh draven shared a question for us that's not really blizzard related at all so we love these by the yeah. way when people want to send us questions that have absolutely nothing to do right with video games um if this is boring to you guys just end the podcast here now but uh uh, his question is, uh, which celebrity or celebrities impacted your life in some major ways, in what ways?
1: Why don't you go first?
0: Why don't you go first? Okay.
1: So mine are mostly authors. Um, Neil Gaiman, um, if you have not read the Sandman series, get off your duff and go grab that shit. It's it's collected in gigantic um, collections now. <laughs> so um, I don't know what you call the giant hardcover ones. They're like a hundred bucks each, so not I wouldn't good. recommend those. Um, however, the Sandmarin series, I think is, I want to say it's either 8 or 12, um, trade paperbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an acquired taste because it is very strange, and it's very dirty and dark and everything like that, but the writing is absolutely phenomenal. It's mind-blowing. It's its the kind of writing that, to me, as a, an aspiring writer, has influenced my own style of writing, um... So that's how influential it can be. Um, also, just the the premise is very cool. Um, it's about these infinite beings, um, and the main character is Dream. So he's the incarnation of Dream, and he's got a sister who's Insanity, and a sis- and a brother who's Destiny, and just a very cool premise. So definitely go check that out.
0: Neil Gaiman.
1: Neil Gaiman, Matt Damon.
0: Neil Gaiman.
1: Also, I met him in real life, and it was very cool.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, I was, all, I was all a flutter and such. <laughs> I actually like got tongue-tied and did, did the whole thing that you do like um, like you see them do on TV when they're starstruck. Yeah. I brought something for him to like autograph, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and then my second um, of my three is um, Jack Kerouac. I read On the Road and a bunch of other um, beat writer um, works when I was uh, in high school, junior and senior year. Again, big influences on my writing style, big influences on my uh, creativity. Um, so, if you haven't read that one, it's an American classic. Get off your duck, go get it. Um, and then, third, um, for you comic book freaks out of there, out there, uh, for something a little bit more mainstream, um, my all-time favorite trade paperback is called Kingdom Come. It's by Mark Waid and Alex Ross. It's some of the most beautiful art that I've ever seen in comics, and it's also a story that is very, very dear to me. Uh, all of the main uh, Justice League characters are, um, they're old, uh, they're in, I want to say, 50s and 60s in this story, and there's a whole new generation of, of younger uh, heroes, there's and there's a lot to it, um, but there are some, some very dire choices made, and there are some very, very, uh, some choices that basically challenge the very being of some of the most stalwart characters you are very, very familiar with. Like Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman. So, if you have not read this, of all of the things I have said so far, Mark Wade and Alex Ross's Kingdom Come, you must get and you must read.
0: Wow, you're awfully pushy for a dude on a podcast.
1: Yeah, well, hey, they're listening to me. I gotta get on my soapbox once in a while. And this soapbox is made of comics.
0: <laughs> Don't stand on comics. Oh, what are shit. you doing? Oh, shit. Hold on. Uh... Alright.
1: What celebrity or celebrities impacted your life in some major ways?
0: Um, I've got three sort of musician heroes, um, Geddy Lee from Rush, obviously, Paul McCartney, and Josh Homme from Queens of Stone Age. Um, Geddy Lee, because he is basically the god of bass, and I'm a bass player, yeah. I've been for many, many years now, and he's comedian. he's amazing, he's a vocalist, he plays so many things at once, like, he... He and all of the members of Rush are just so good at their craft. And you have to admire them. And even if you don't like Rush and and you just aren't into it, you have to respect them. You have to respect them. You can't not respect these three men. You can't not respect these three men. (laughs) Um, Paul McCartney, because um, obviously he's a legend, Um, I'm not the biggest Beatles fan in the world, but I am the biggest Wings, Paul McCartney Wings, fan in the world, um, which was Paul McCartney's band after the Beatles. Um, That band and all of its music just sort of really shaped who I am as a musician more than anything in the world. Yeah, so... um, It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And Josh Homme, um, he's sort of where I see the future of the kind of music that I love going um I think that he is the next Paul McCartney the next Getty Lee wow. you know like he could be the Elvis of our time holy shit yeah so those three guys held in very high regard for me um
1: some high praise
0: definitely and as far as other celebrities go uh Kevin Smith um his podcast one of them, Smodcast, got me through some really tough times in my life um his books, his movies, uh, his online presence, it's just his personality and truthfulness and frankness uh, and enthusiasm for things are have always been very comforting to me. Um, it's like when you think about who you'd want to see on your deathbed to make you feel better, I would want, I would want Kevin Smith to come bursting through the door because I know that he'd be real with me, you know, and I know he'd be comforting. So I'd take, take what you will from that. But, uh, but, um, and obviously he was a huge inspiration for the podcast thing. Like Smodcast was my first introduction to podcasting back in the day. Um, so. And, And
1: by the way, if you like our style, you'd like that.
0: Yeah, definitely check out any of Kevin Smith's, uh, he's got a whole network. Um, and uh, Trey Parker, I've been in love with him since grade seven. I just think he's super smart, super talented, super funny.
1: And who is he in case Oh, he's know? one
0: of the creators of South Park. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just think that if you take a little time to dig into like what he's accomplished and what he does, like he speaks Japanese and he's a black belt and he's got a BA music like. There's just, like, so much to him. Like, if you really just sort of take a look at him outside South Park, he's amazing. He's incredible. So, check that out. Plus, he was in basketball, so.
1: Basketball. Basketball. Yes.
0: One of the best movies of all time.
1: (laughs) Wake up, bitch. You're my new best friend.
0: Yeah. So, um, thank you for that question, Draven. That was pretty cool Yeah, that
1: actually took us on a pretty... Pretty long ride uh, it did. in the outer rim there. So sorry. Thanks, thanks for that, Draven. Uh, yeah, apologies to anybody who was here for the WoW stuff. We've, we've abandoned it completely at this yeah. point. So I think we'll probably want to end here.
0: Probably um, with one of our newfangled handy dandy sign outs. Yeah. Um, if you miss us, don't you fret. We'll be back next week. Okay. Uh, you bet. <laughs> Yay! yeah there it is, there it is. Bye. bye
1: hey gang we need your help we're tagging this shitbox as a community focused podcast but so far it's just been us talking shit we need you to give us stuff
0: delicious content like questions topics to cover content segments guild stories emails and disputes that need settling
1: we'll even get some shout-outs and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion Gimme, gimme,
0: gimme. Please.
1: Hey, Thist, what are you doing?
0: Oh, hey, Thorn. I am just updating my DBM before I log on to the World of Warcraft.
1: Gee, that looks easy.
0: Yeah, and I'm already done.
1: That's crazy! DBM is so helpful and free. What can I do to support this awesome thing?
0: Well, you can visit the DBM forums on elitistrex.com or even donate a little cash money. Either way, just keeping your DBM updated helps a bunch. Wow,
1: I can do those things. We
0: all can. And be sure to follow DBM Dev MysticalOS on Twitter, at MysticalOS.
1: So you're all ready for Legion, eh? Wanna be a demon hunter, is that right? Well, I've got news for you, pal. The beta ain't even out yet. So instead of wasting all your time holed up in your depressing garrison by yourself like usual, why not visit the Gallywick's Pleasure Palace and drink yourself into the next expansion. Travel to exotic western Azara and stay in our three-star resort overlooking the private golf course. Take a dip in the pool and take a load off in our state-of-the-art sauna hut. So bring your gold and come on down to the Galliwick's Pleasure Palace. You don't have to display helm or anything at all. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show email us at laggingballs at gmail.com
0: follow us on twitter at laggingballs
1: find us on facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs
0: reblog our tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com
1: and for youtube and google plus search for laggingballs official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom url
0: if you enjoyed the show the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on itunes and stitcher we truly
1: appreciate it special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show
0: and be sure to catch us next week on lagging balls my dick's really small (laughs) so small i can't even suck it myself oh man (laughs) (laughs) or whatever